What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cosman, an iHeartRadio podcast. So something happened to me the other day in the parking lot that I want to bring up. Oh, it's, tell me more. It's parking lot etiquette. Parking lot etiquette. Oh, I know one of them. The... um, What's those things called? Oh, the shopping carts. Mm-hmm. If you don't return your cart to the, the buggy, as some people would say in parts of the country, buggy. Oh yeah, that's like a southern, southern oh, thing. Oh, I've never heard that before. Okay, so what's your thing? Well, first of all, we can touch on that. Ah, uh, I'm good. Because <laughs> you're that one. I, well, now I, it's, ugh, it's so annoying. I put them <laughs> away now. It's so frustrating. I hate when people don't put away the shopping carts in the designated spots when they just leave them in an empty parking space that drives me insane well and so i've conditioned jana to start walking back the shopping cart because before she'd be like yeah it's hard with kids though you know that's why i either put them in the car and then do it oh great so then you leave the kids in the car (laughs) well here's the thing i always park close to one of those like a neck the spot next to it or two spots or across from it um i I don't know what it is. It's just, I will tell you the other day though, when I was at Whole Foods, I was putting my cart away and I took the cart from the older lady who was also bringing it that way. Look at you. I good, know. good Samaritan. I just kind of shook my head. I was like, oh, this just feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is not who I am. Um, but no. So I was leaving Home Depot, mm-hmm. which I feel like Home Depot parking lots are way too tight for 
the trucks that should be the, there. Yeah, the trucks that are there and the reasoning that people are going there. And it's funny because I was I parked to the far end to where like the lumber exit is because I'm going to get lumber for the playhouse thing that I'm building. And so it's a lot of trucks like in this section that I'm parked. I have, you know, a bunch of wood in the back. So I don't have my backup camera, which we've all gotten a little dependent on. Oh, 1000%. Right. Like who even looks in their mirrors anymore? <laughs> I still try to, but still. So I'm backing up and my camera's like beeping at me because it's facing the ground because my tailgate's down. Mm. So I can't really see completely. And I give a little love tap to the truck behind me in another spot. Whoops. Whoops. And I was like, shit, did I just hit a car? So I pulled up a little bit, got out and looked. I mean, nothing. It was literally a love tap. No scratch, like nothing. But like really though? Oh, really? Like not something like, it could be buffed out. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, Let me lick my finger and rub it out a little bit. Grab a, grab a Sharpie from the car. Well, it was, one, it was one of those two where, like, in case someone saw me, I was, like, almost, like, acting out that it was okay. Like, I wish like, people could see me. I was, like, oh, okay, yeah, it's good. Like, okay, everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, just pretending that someone was looking at me. Um, and I drove away. And, but then I was, like, leaving. I was, like, man, should I still left a note? Should I have still said... Hey, I love tapped your car, but it was all good. XOXO. Yeah. Mike. I'll <laughs> <laughs> let your boy, Mike. Um, no, part of me like felt still a little guilty. Like, maybe I still sort of left a note. But even what, would, no... what would you have said? Like, to whom it may concern? To the to the black... I don't know. GMC. Ford, GMC. Or Ford GMC. Those are two different cars. Um, like, yeah, what would you have said? I, I don't know. I don't even know. I just felt a little bit of that guilt. And I'm like, man, what was... But guilt for what? Because it didn't... It did nothing... You didn't hurt I anything. I know, but still. I like back You felt like car. you violated their car? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I know I didn't do anything wrong, but still, it's one of those things, like, to what extent... Obviously, if there's any damage, even a scratch, I would have been straight up and been like, and written on something and left for him hey i did this here's my name and number give me a call and i'll give him a fake fake phone number no you would not (laughs) have i'm just kidding um but you feel guilty because because i wasn't able to tell the person and like like i wish i could have like told them but hey man or woman i (laughs) love tap your truck uh my bad it's all good I don't know. Um, what, I have a, what are you struggling with? I'm struggling with the fact that if you left your name and number, they would find another scratch on their car and be like, no, man, you sideswiped my car. <laughs> <laughs> your head would go there. My car is totaled, actually. <laughs> yeah, and you owe us five million dollars well if someone did that there's no way they could prove it so i'd be like i don't know what you're talking about yeah yeah i don't know that's interesting i mean obviously if you had some kind of scratch or some something that happened to the car and then you left like i'm like yeah you should for sure feel guilty that's that was the wrong thing to do Mm -hmm. but because you didn't do anything to the car in my mind's like 
you went out and looked, that's beyond any, like, not many people would probably get out of the car and look. True. They'd be like, oh, shit. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. I mean, that's what I did to my grandparents' car. <laughs> I was in high school. It was snowing. And my grandparents had just come to visit us. And I wasn't used to having a car behind me. So I'm running late. I think it was my senior year. And it was still, you know. Jim and Marge's car? Jim and Marge's car. It was 6, like, 45. And I, again, I was running late, running late. And so I get in the car and I just straight up reverse and floor it. Stop. (laughs) The crunch that I heard. (laughs) And I just was like, and I didn't know what to do. I just like froze because like, you know, my grandpa's so sweet, but at the same time, you don't want to mess with them either mm-hmm. at that time of his age. Mm-hmm. And so I just went forward and turned my car and went straight to school. <laughs> <laughs> what happened when they, when they found out? Well, when they came out and saw their car, it's like, wait a second. How did someone hit the front of our car when we're parked in the driveway? <laughs> so I called my mom from school and I was crying and I was like, I hit grandma and grandpa's car. And they're like, oh, they know. They heard it. <laughs> they saw you peel away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are they mad? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I just couldn't confront them. I was running late for school. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> so... That's but so funny. There was funny some damage done. I mean, it wasn't like crazy damage, but there was a good amount of damage to both cars. <laughs> That's really, really, really funny to me. So, I mean, I eventually told, but I feel like there's a lot of people that would, if they hit, they would just go. You're like, like Grandma, Grandpa, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. Are you sure? Yeah, like, are you sure when you guys pulled in, you didn't hit the rear end of my car? (laughs) (laughs) They're a little senile and older. Be like, whoa, guys, easy, easy on the, you know, inhale or whatever, not inhale, but you know, it'd been funny if I if I would have backed in and hit that truck and there's a scratch on my car but not on theirs, and I left a note being like, hey man, I backed into you and I got a scratch my car. Let's exchange information. Oh please. You still have a scratch on your car from the time that you went to McDonald's. In Los Angeles. That'll forever haunt me. McDonald's will forever haunt me. <laughs> you shouldn't have gone. <laughs> shouldn't have gone. Karma. <laughs> it's the big man upstairs saying, stop eating McDonald's. No, but I think to circle around, I think it's really sweet that you did, like that you have the conscious, conscious, conscience, conscience, conscience to feel bad about that, yeah. even though you did nothing wrong. Yeah. Easton, talk to me, homie. I need any more details about that uh, about that McDonald's scratch. Did you, did you misjudge the drive-through? What happened? No, it's the one that's on uh, Sunset and Laurel Canyon. Oh, I know it well. Yeah, and you have to. It's like the tunnel drive-through. Yes. Okay. Yes. Were we in a fight that day? Probably. That's like I eat my feelings. <laughs> Just like in I the book. I just think I remember something happening. That you're like, I'm going to McDonald's. No, I was I was already out and about because I wouldn't have gone over the hill to go True. go to that McDonald's. I was on my way home. I was like, mm, McDonald's. Yeah, and so I went through that tunnel of death drive-through that a motorcycle can barely fit through. 
with my big old truck and I'm like you just and you just see the 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 remnants of scrapes all down that tunnel. <laughs> I'm like every car in here it's like what you do. You just scrape the side or scrape the pole or I'm like who who built this? This is terrible. So Easton, what would you do if you love tapped somebody and either made a mark or made a no mark? I, I mean, this is a safe space, right? We're, we're, this is a cone of honesty. I, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. Uh, if there's no mark and nobody saw it, I'm, I'm jetting. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to get out of what there. If, what if there was a mark if and there, nobody saw it? That's the thing. And uh, nobody saw it. You know what you would do. You would leave. I can see it in your face. (laughs) It depends on how big the mark was. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like to think that I that I would leave a note. But in reality, I probably would justify it by going like, well, you know, your car has been hit a bunch and no one left to know. This is just you putting the (laughs) karma back into the world. (laughs) That's messed up, though. And I should I should be more honest, but. If it was a small, if it was like shorter than a pencil scratch, I probably would just leave if no one saw it. Yeah. That's really funny. Don't park near I, me. Uh, no. Don't. <laughs> Remember that one time my ex-friend came back and wrecked my car and said that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you could clearly tell that he hit a pole. Like you could for sure tell he hit a pole and he's like i don't know what happened the car somebody must have hit me i'm like that is a white pole <laughs> and i and i was like on the on the we were on our way to the cmas yeah and i was kind of defending him because i still didn't know him that well mm-hmm. and and janna was lighting him up <laughs> lighting him but Jan- i could tell he was lying i knew him he right was- janna's been was friends with him for like 10 years so I was like, hey, easy. Like, you don't know. Like, let him explain. Like, easily. She's like, no, I know him. He's lying. And come to find out, he definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the pole did not just come attack my car. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whoever was driving. Poles have minds of their own. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Driving. It's so funny, though, how you do uh, rely on that backup camera. So, anyway. yeah. But I, I want to get like a 1994 ford escort when the kids get older and are driving because that's like the car that's the car my sister drove and that's the car i learned how to drive stick on i want the kids to be able to drive stick and use their mirrors here's a question for you are you the parent that gives your kids a car or makes them work for it you're asking me Mm -hmm. they gotta work for it that is not what you said you're that's not what you said What? what do you mean you totally changed your answer. <laughs> here's the You totally changed your answer. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're like, well, if they're playing sports and they're, you know. If they look, I will I don't want to help them out with a car if they're just sitting on their butt, going to school, coming home and that's it. If they're working or they have a lot of extracurricular activities including sports and so they don't have as much time to earn money for a car, Whatever it may be. They can influence online. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. Do a couple of swipe ups. Um, I'm, I'm willing to help them out. Mm. And if they are working in, in other ways, hmm. they just have to be a productive person. See, I, that's just going to be really hard for me because I had to buy my own car. Like, I think there's something so, some work, like the work ethic behind 
paying for your own car. I'm like, okay, my parents don't have the money to get me a car. I have to work for my car. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think there's something that was that, that I think that was the moment that for me in my mind created the, oh crap, if I'm a, if I'm going to want something in my life, I have to work for it, you know? And I think that's where like the beginning of where my work ethic came from. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. You know what I'm curious about with Jolie and Jace is I wonder if they're going to want a driver's license when they turn 16, you know, because I've met so many kids like, like parents that say like my kid's 18 and he has no intention of getting his license. Like they, I just feel like that sense of freedom that came with it. Like, like when we were 16, that Mm -hmm. was everything, you know, (laughs) like that's all I wanted. But now it's like, Hey man, just let let me sit in my room. I got this, you know, like I I can hang out with my friends here. I don't need to do that. And like, like my wife didn't get her driver's license until she was 26 or 27. Oh, or wow. really? I taught her how to drive, which is a weird thing to be how able come? to say. Why didn't she, she want, she, uh, she just didn't see a need for it. And then, uh, then at a certain point she was like uh, kind of afraid of it. Like, oh, I don't, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be behind this, you know, 2000 pound torpedo. Uh, and then we moved to LA <laughs> and she's like, Oh, I got to get a license now. But, um, yeah, and you know, and she's she's the same age as me, or in our thirties. Uh, but I just feel like there's going to be a whole generation of kids that are like they have to be like pushed by their parents to get their license because it's like it's a pain in the ass. You guys know, like yeah. But but, but also it opens up the whole world. Oh, absolutely, and I mean, like you said, Easton, when our generation, it was like I got my permit the first day I was eligible. I got my 14, license. Fifteen nine months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever it was. Fifteen <laughs> and three months. Sixteen yeah. and three like I was that day mm-hmm. I was making sure I got everything I needed to. So the day I turned sixteen and whatever it was, I was out. Peace. See ya. So that that is interesting though, especially with ride sharing and and being able to hang out with your friends you know, with your phone and all of that when we drove to our friend's house. What do you guys remember the first time you drove? Yes. <laughs> Tell me. I uh, I got my driver's license and then uh, I borrowed. I didn't have a car at the time, so I borrowed my mom's car. Uh, and I remember her saying, "The gas light's on, but you still got like thirty miles out of it before you have to go get gas." But so, uh, and I I I remember like being able to pick whatever music I wanted was a really big deal. And I went and picked up my girlfriend from school, and we went to. I think we went to McDonald's and then I brought her back to her house and I drove home and I was like, I can't. She was 18. I was 25. (laughs) (laughs) I I was 16 and so was she. (laughs) It was all above board. I was, um, I was the first of my friends to get the driver's license and it was, you know, I got a, I bought myself a red Alero. Um, and I, (laughs) I told my mom, I was like, I'm just going to pick up Lisa. Like, just me and Lisa. I had eight girls packed in my red Alero. We're going to 7-Eleven to get Slurpees. <laughs> and then I didn't, I probably told my mom like the truth about a few years ago. I was like, yeah, no, there was, there was about eight girls in that car. Like we were just bumping to like NSYNC. And oh, getting Slurpees. It was fun. I drove to work. Wow. I was a lifeguard because it was the summertime that I was able to get my license and yeah, I had to go to work. I had to go to the pool. I go twirl my whistle. Oh, memory lane. Twirl your whistle. Did you guys get you your would. license? Did you get it the first time? Did, did you have to retake the test? Oh, first timer. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think I cheated. 
in um, <laughs> yeah. How? Drivers. Well, because like oh, driver's ed. Okay. Driver's ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I failed a few times. <laughs> Probably. It's so tricky, you know. There, it's like they make it. They. <laughs> you never know which they side you're supposed really to be on. They make you really second guess. Yeah, it's like you know they make you second guess. I don't. I've never been a good test taker. That's the thing. My teachers would always say she's really smart. She's. Um, well, I wouldn't know if they say really smart, but I was never a good test taker. I think the questions or the other options, I'm like, well, that could potentially maybe be <laughs> the next, the other, the other. See, maybe side. you should have been a lawyer or a politician. I know. Okay. Super excited because today's guests, we have Clint Black and his wife, Lisa Hartman, um, coming on the show. Clint Black is like, oh my God. I mean, talk about high school and living the the good old days. I mean, mm-hmm. He's one of the biggest country stars ever. Um, so excited to have him on the show. And before that, let's take a break. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. 
With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. All right, we have two huge legends on our show today uh, that we're very excited to talk to about a lot of different things. We have the one and only country superstar Clint Black and then successful music artist and actress Miss Lisa Hartman. Yay! Welcome to Wind Down. Woohoo! Oh my goodness. It's so nice to talk to you guys. Um, hey, a little fun fact. Let's hear it. She was supposed to play my mom. On which and one? He was supposed to be the general in Oh, oh, oh Welcome Home Christmas. Oh, oh right. do you know why that didn't happen? Because you said you didn't want to act, Clint. <laughs> you told me you oh. didn't want to act. Uh, well, that was uh, one part of it was I wasn't ready to jump that. I had a lot of other things going on, including Uh-oh. the mask. That's why. Ah. Oh, so that's why. And we couldn't yeah. say. Yeah, we couldn't say. It was so hard. I loved the role. I loved the whole thing. It was so yeah. sweet, and I loved the general. Oh, yeah. you're this this guy. Anyway, wasn't I was meant this to be. guy. Because <laughs> they were going to be together. Oh, that would have been yeah. perfect. I'm at home now. I'm this guy at home. Yeah, I created a monster when he read that script. That's just Clint. Yeah. <laughs> well, I it would have been fun, but maybe the next one we'll, we can do that. Um, yeah, how was filming The Masked Singer? It was awesome. It was, uh, it was grueling. It was... <laughs> It was TV, you know. It was, uh, you know, what I'm used to, you know, being out on tour, you you go on your routine, and when it's time to go on, you go on. But in TV, of course, you, uh, in this case, you put on an owl costume, and you start sweating immediately. <laughs> you go and get in an egg that you can't walk around in, and you have to move across the stage in it, and you don't break your leg almost fall off the stage and then you don't your heart rate goes way up and then you sing just little stuff like that <laughs> yeah no big deal crazy and uh and so you're just and of course you know once the uh taping starts they have to turn off the uh ac units in the oh. sound stage because they make a noise and you feel it instantly and now you're really sweating and then uh the judges panel starts talking and everybody says what they and then ken goes into his long diatribe and and uh, you know i lost five pounds just every time ken talked it's <laughs> true so it you know it was it was strange and and different and you know unbelievable i've always wondered a- did you guys did 
do the contestants, do you guys get to pick your costume at all? Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we the, well, they showed the first one and, and we didn't love it. We said, you know, we'd really like to go more in this direction. And they came back with the second yeah, one. And it was it amazing, was, yeah. See, they sent a sketch yeah. in the Fabergé egg and the whole thing. And we would just, we fell in love instantly. And then when we got to the set, they brought us in early to see if we could, you know, so we could get used to the egg. See if we could fit. And we're thinking, you know, and it was really tricky. The thing opens up, right? And you go in and they zip tie you in and you've got hand brakes and these bars and the thing has a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to go this way and it's like, oh. well, you also have stage hands who have minds yeah. of their own <laughs> yeah, right. and a stage manager who wants to have control of their minds and our minds. <laughs> and he's moving over here. Here we go. You, know, you feel like Fred Flintstone with his little toes in the car. You it's true. In the little egg. You go, hey, there's going to be a broken ankle here. You just hit your human. Human puppets at that, at that moment. Yeah, it was that was it. You know, so you 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 suit up, you get the thing in. <laughs> you know, you got to sing live. You get in the egg. You get you go down the lair. Now you're on your mark. You think, no, we're not on the mark. We got to get on the mark. <laughs> There's just all this stuff and coming you can't at you. See. And go. You know, yeah. and and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you finish, and you're relieved, and you hope you've done a great job or a good job. And then Ken goes off. <laughs> and then there's Ken. Like, well, I remember when dirt was first invented. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys? So the Mass Singer has been a huge show. I think to much surprise to a lot of the masses. And now that you guys have been on it. What do you think from an internal perspective has been the major draw to, to this show? Because you look at it on paper and it's kind of like, and eh, this isn't going to be anything. And it's been huge. Yeah, It's positivity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all positive, uplifting. Everybody it's can watch. It's fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and now with this new season where they had to adapt, you know, you've got all this animation involved. And uh, so I think, you know, any generation can enjoy it but there's also you know it's a competition and that's what we like right mm-hmm. yeah but did and, you ever uh, think you'd be dressing up and like the, the, the costumes like this like 30 years ago did would you really be like oh wow i'm gonna be dressed up in this one no. day i want to be well, an owl yeah. <laughs> you get the email and you look at it and you go <laughs> listen to this email <laughs> And, uh, you know, because we're lucky, we get, you know, lots of offers to do things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then this one comes in, and I go, oh, man, can you believe that? And then we looked at each other like, oh, maybe yeah. we should do that. And then it was, oh, no, we're going to do this. Meanwhile, I'm pressuring you to be in my movie, and you're like, I'm about to go be an owl, but I can't tell you. <laughs> we have to lie to everyone. Exactly, yeah. You guys were the first uh, duo to go on the Mass Singer. Did you think that was, uh, you know, beneficial? Like in your in your wheelhouse to be like, hey, this is an advantage, or do you think it was a disadvantage? Well, we love the idea of working together, doing something together. We all we've done a lot of things together, um, but this was definitely completely new to both of us, which was kind of fun because we were both on the same level of, you know not knowing anything and and facing the same challenges and um there were some advantages and some disadvantages uh advantages is uh you know we've got these these harmonies we can work in and we're two characters interacting with each other up there um and uh you know some of the disadvantages were you know the song selection was much harder when you're choosing Mm -hmm. a duet 
Can it, you know, does yeah. it fit us? Does it, you know, will the key work? The melodies work? You know, can we both hit these? Um, is it, you know, can Do we chop like it down? One? Will it still be competitive if we chop it down and lose, you know, 40%, 60% of the song? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, we couldn't work the stage. We were pretty much confined to that egg. We were going to break out of it um, eventually, but uh, didn't get there. So... I, I think all in all, the advantage disadvantage it kind of weighs its weighs itself out and balances out. We both felt like you know we were so probably wouldn't have done it alone. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to look back, but we were just so it was so much fun to be able to do it together and share some kind of experience like that together. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I was gonna say. You know, with you know, obviously my husband and I we work together too, just like you guys do. And there's so much to be said. Like you know, when I would go out and perform. I missed, you know, I, I like performing with my husband now and having our kind of show and doing our stuff, but there's challenges that come along with that as well, working with your spouse. So I'm curious, what is some of the biggest challenges that you guys have had to face working as a couple? It's really hard for her when I'm always right. <laughs> Clint, you and I suffer from the same thing then. It's oh, unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> no, you know, I don't, we have... We're, maybe we're lucky. I don't know. We, we're lucky. We, yeah, we are lucky, of course. But, I mean, we tend to be very in tune to the other ones. Like, if I'm having a moment, he'll just back off and vice versa, right? And we have moments. You know, it's yeah, life. And all kinds of years things come out. Yeah, in 30 now, years, so. I go, the cake is baked. And we know each other so well. And we're very considerate of each other. That's one thing we all, people say, well, how do you do it? One word, consideration and communication. We talk about everything. We never leave anything unsaid. We deal with it right then. You Trust know. me. She never <laughs> leaves anything unsaid. Oh, That's Michael it. just told me that night, you always have to have a feeling about something. And I'm like, well, I just got to express what I'm going through. <laughs> got something to say. You just have to listen. I go, were you listening? He'll, and now he'll go, no. <gasps> I'll make a cup of coffee in the morning and... Uh, and she'll 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 be saying something, and three minutes later, I say, "All I said was good morning." <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me think of the uh, the old joke. Uh, you know, uh, my wife just said to me, "You know, you haven't been listening to a word I've said." And I thought to myself, "What a strange way to start a conversation." <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, listen! I just don't always like what comes out. Well, yeah, that's just the way it is, though, you know? know. But they, we love each other. When it's all said and done, we love each other, and you yeah. love each other, and you... Two people, two people building their lives together, living together, you know, you're going to... We figured it out. You, you look out for the things that irritate and annoy and embarrass and frustrate, and then I just stop doing them. And that's how it works. <laughs> his face. Well, no, it's funny because like we were just having this conversation I'm today. I'm trying, Clint. I'm trying. And I'm, he's just like, there's. He's like, I just feel like there's always something you got to say that I'm, you know, not doing right or doing wrong, and you know, and he's like, and I'm kind of like, I, well, just don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it you is know. how you say it, and I'm sure you're kind. You know, I mean, nobody likes the times. <laughs> Yeah, husbands are used to hearing things put a certain way that they can adapt to, like, you stupid idiot, no, <laughs> stuff like that. But you really want to hear it that way so that you can uh, no, I think take so, it in properly. Something you said early on, which I think is really golden, and we've said it to Lily, our daughter, is, and I can't remember exactly, I'll always, I butcher it, you, you say it so well, but it's basically, if, if, you, if, if I've hurt your feelings, 
What is it? What's the? Uh, you can't uh, uh, blame a, a blind man That's for it. stepping on your toes. Mm. I mean, once he's there and you let him know, and if he doesn't get off, you can start to blame right. him. But mm. uh, you know, when when I mean, in all our years of marriage, I mean, we could be out with friends. There can be a look across the room. You know, and if, if it makes you feel something, you know, bring it up later and just, you know, say, hey, you know, you looked at me that way. You know, I felt like, you know, I was kind of I was stepping in something and, you know, you gave me that look and it's like, uh, oh, no, I was just trying to hold in a burp, you know, or whatever. Well, it could are... be anything. It doesn't it, it, if you if you assume the best, then you give your mate a chance to explain what was really going right. on. If you assume the worst then you can live with that sort of resentment. And Roy Rogers, when he found out we were getting married, said, I'll give you one piece of advice. Don't ever go to bed angry. And I've read, you know, psychology books, and and uh, one of them they, uh, said the same thing in a very complicated way, which was if you have mercs of, drops of mercury on a table, that this is one emotion, one event, right? And then a day later, there's another drop that comes along, and then another one a day later, a week later, another one. And, and mercury joins together into a single blob, so you can't separate it out days later and identify that one thing. So you have to keep clearing it off the table as you go. And if you do that, then you'll grow together, and you'll, you'll start to realize, you know, it really... Uh, you know, irritates me when she burns the chicken. She knows that now. <laughs> she won't do that anymore. Now, there, there, there are things that we're going to do that are going to irritate each other. You, I don't care if you're brother and sister, if you have a, a business partnership, or you're a married couple, um, whatever. Two people can't live together without that. You can't because mm-hmm. you know, we're humans. So, um, you know, it's... You got to just kind of as you go say, you know, hey, when you did that, that kind of made me feel bad. Okay. I like what you said about assuming assuming the best instead of assuming the worst. And I think both of us are, are guilty at times at more of the, of the latter, of assuming the worst, of just making up that the worst case scenario, they're thinking this or they're thinking that or when probably yeah, more, more times than not, it's not the case her heart and she knows your heart right i will mm-hmm. say to him i know who you are i know you didn't mean that but it sounded kind of i know you're not stupid you just <laughs> act that way why do you act that way but you sure you do know each other's hearts you know what's in your heart deep in your heart you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the, the most and, and and it's okay to say look i know who you are i love you and i know what your heart i know you and i know you didn't mean it that way but it sounded a little funny when and it kind of hurt my feelings you know and that's when you run out. And the then door. I'll work really, really hard at coming up with an "I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry." Okay, you so know, it's, now it's, we have a therapy session. I know. How do? How yeah, much do we owe you for this therapy yeah, session? I love by the it. way, <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> you know, I mean, relationships yeah. are hard, though. You know, and after thirty years, you know, we, you know, and we've had friends who, you know, it didn't work out, and you know, there's never really anything you can do. Um, you know, it's, it's just a, it's just a really, you have to work really hard at growing together and not apart. That's it. And what do you, and you think that to, to not have that happen is to just communicate and do all the things to, to over communicate and express your feelings? 
Yeah, here comes that overcommunication we were talking about, Michael. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think, again, it really boils down to you know each other's hearts. That's really, it's really that simple, you well, know? You have to even, you, you have to assume, you have to assume the best. Yeah, I like we're that. We're both trying for the same thing, mm -hmm. and we're both going to fail at times and fall short. Well, where, we, what, what area, Clint, could you, could you do, be a better husband? There's nothing. Nothing I can do. Better. Oh boy! <laughs> Easy when you can. I I think every one of us, you know, um, you know, I zone out sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't ask enough questions. Um, I you think know, that's I a think, male female that's thing a, too. Yeah, I, really yeah. I think yeah. male feature where uh, we're just really not that interested in other people. No, you want to fix. I <laughs> get off the phone and she'll say, "Well, what's happening with uh, with your you know <laughs> brother or whoever know. you're talking to?" I go, uh, he, "Well, didn't you Houston. ask? He's in didn't Houston. you ask? Oh, yeah, that's where you go. Yep. Got, no, I sounds like yeah. our conversation <laughs> <laughs> pretty much to the T. And then he gets annoyed for me asking the question. I'm like, "Well, what is?" So what I do, I said, because I'm a, I, I, now we um, do things in our, our therapist is like, so he would get annoyed by my questions. So now I'm just like, I'm, I'm just a Tweety Bird asking questions because I'm not, I'm just curious. I'm genuinely just curious. I'm not testing you. I'm not trying to find, I'm just curious. I'm a very curious person. I like to ask questions. I'm the yeah. same exact way. No BS. I so really I am. hand her a little piece of paper with the person's phone and number I on it. And I think it, <laughs> I think it's a female thing. Women want to talk about it, work through it, understand it, analyze it, sometimes, la, la, la. And men just want to fix it and move on, you know? And I <laughs> think right. you both, I'm going to cry. I think you once you both, I'm serious. I think once you both accept that, you know, I'm crying for many reasons. I'm not crying. Okay, I feel like I want to cry. No um, sleep. It's no sleep. <laughs> but it's no, no, it's true. I mean, I think once you accept that, it makes it so much easier. I think that's the emotion that's coming over me now. Once you accept that that's who, and that's a beautiful thing. That's a great thing. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to need her to ask those questions about something many times in your life. And he's, and, and you're going to need him, vice versa, for us to go, okay. Yeah, she'll say and, things and like, "Call me or call one of your girlfriends, right?" And you'll go, "I just, it's that's gonna you're, you're gonna get to that place, and then you're gonna do the other thing too." She'll save your life by asking one day, "Is it? Do you think you should have the gas can that close to the fire pit?" <laughs> exactly. Well, n no, maybe, maybe not. You know, oh but God. the uh, the other thing, you know, that that that, you know, we know we know ourselves now, you know, and uh, uh, and so. You know, if she starts with a bunch of questions, you know, I can I can just tell her I'm really tired. You have to ask me, and we can laugh about and it. And I go away. You, know, we I mean... have to, you can't ask me now, you know, and so we make light of it. And, uh, you know, our daughter, when, you know, we'd be oh, lecturing her and she'd just be, oh, God. And I finally I said, you know, we do this because we love you. You're welcome. So now all I have to say is you're welcome. And it turns her <laughs> She, she relates it back to the whole point of it, you know. So it's uh, it's 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 something that we all deal with, and and it's and it's sort of accepting that it's going to happen, and that it uh, and that you have to you have to work it out. It's great to hear you know you guys have a therapist. We have a, a an old friend who's just a really wise guy when it comes to parenting, and and we can call him up. And uh, he's like a therapist, and you just, you know, say, hey, what you when my kids were 13, they were really selfish. Yours is, too. That's it, you know. And so you kind of get a different perspective. 
I love it. Love it. Well, Clint and Lisa, we know you have a full day of stuff to do. We really appreciate it. We can probably cancel our, ther- our couples therapy session tomorrow because no, of you still, guys. I think we still need it. <laughs> I think we gotta go. Gotta I'm just, it. I'm just gonna keep thinking when Clint was like, "Man, we just don't like other people all that much." <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. love, I love I that. Say, hey, uh, yeah, uh, enjoy yourselves. And I say, "Well, I always enjoy myself." <laughs> <laughs> the other people. That's How right. Five years. Five years. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Five years, two kids, and uh, just a happy love story. That's right. That's <laughs> us. Yes, ma'am. Two kids, yeah. Five. How old? Um, five and two. Oh, you, know what, your well, you know what the secret is, right, to staying married? Let's see what? It. Don't get divorced. Oh, my God. Don't, don't get divorced? Don't get divorced. That's it. That's Simple that's as that, honey. Secret. All it is. Because you make it so easy. We got this, boo. We got this. <laughs> We have the song for you guys. Uh, it's a new duet I wrote for us. I don't. I've done so many interviews. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. No. You didn't. no. Uh, so I wrote a new duet because we had so much fun Aww. on the masks, and uh, and it starts off with "I can tell you how the story never ends." Aww. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, when is it coming out? Of- it's uh it's available for saving uh now but uh it starts streaming on December 3rd and on the 2nd we're doing a live concert at the Ryman streaming. Oh yay. That and uh First we'll do one, our new yeah. duet there. It's uh 9.99 go to clintblack.com you get the Gensu knives with it. Perfect. And uh and then uh so that'll uh that'll be our shows there on December 2nd. But you can go ahead and start getting there. Some in-person tickets, but you know how that's working, mm-hmm. right? I love it. Well, we'll see you there. Thank you. Everyone go to clinblock.com and get the new song, duet. Love you guys so much. Thank you. And let's let's hang soon. Thank yeah, you all. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Bye. See you guys. See hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. 
All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Clint Black, a better man. Oh, better man. Oh, so good. Oh, it's just too good. If I would have told like my high school self I would be interviewing Clint Black, and his wife, like, come on. Just yucking it up. I'm like, <laughs> let's hey, have Clint. Clint. Let's have coffee. They're definitely ones that I would hang out with. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, like I would love to just sit and have a coffee with Clint and just have him tell me stories. Yeah, and Papa. same with his wife. Me and Lisa can just like ask each other questions. <laughs> <laughs> you, two, you two can be in one room just <laughs> chirping away. Clint and I will be in the other room just not saying a word. And talking about yourselves and not saying yeah. a word. I'm great. How are you? I'm great. All right. I don't like other people. Me either. <laughs> that was hilarious to me. Oh. oh. Hey, uh, Easton, do we have any emails? All right. This is from Sydney. My husband and I got married in June. We've been together for a little over three years. He has a best friend who's a woman, and it's always been a little weird to me, but I've just dealt with it. I don't usually go through his phone, but I did the other day because it just happened to be right there. Her grandma passed away, and he was saying his condolences. He said he's there for her 24-7, that he loves her, and he continued to check up on her over the next few days. She's married, and I don't think there's anything to be worried about, but isn't that her husband's job to be there for her 24-7? 
I talked with my husband about boundaries and asked if he could just include me in the conversations going forward and no private messaging. He didn't give me a direct answer, but said he's going to need to tell her everything that happened now so she doesn't think he's an a-hole. To me, that validates that he puts her feelings before mine. Is that how you see it, or am I being insensitive? This is an interesting question. But no, I don't think what she's asking is insensitive. I think it's appropriate just to be included in those messages. And I think if he, you know, ultimately what matters are her feelings over his friends, but... That doesn't mean he has to undermine his friend's feelings and just text her and be like, Hey, I mean, but that's hard too, because if he texts his friend and says, Hey, just, you know, for my wife, for Sydney to feel more comfortable, I'm just going to include the three of us in, in a group chat. And then would, would, would Sydney feel weird that he said that to her? Would the friend feel awkward because because now it's like this thing? Because it's mentioned, now it's a thing. You know what I mean? Like turning something, nothing into something. That's a hard one. The best friend thing's tough. It is. Especially with the opposite sex. Just because you have to protect your other spouse like you have to protect your spouse but you still have that friendship but if it's of the opposite sex you can definitely get jealous about that if you're now I think if it's you know his grandma passing away and you've always been fine with it before then I think there isn't anything fishy Mm -hmm. so if it's if it's just kind of out of the blue when he continues to text her, then I, you know, I think a few more check-ins, like, hey, you good? Like, I know Mike would do the same if he, if, you know, if any of our friends, people passed away, like, checking on you, making sure you're good. But right. beyond that kind of communication, I don't, you know, if it becomes more intense, then I would have stronger feelings about it. But because it was a best friend before, you know, it is her grandma but I can totally see you being like, hey, can I just see the messages so I feel more comfortable? I think that'd be fine to ask. Yeah, I would. And it is her husband's job to console, but I think a lot of people find comfort in friends too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, if it bothers you, I would just be like, hey, I, for some reason this is coming up for me and I'm starting to get like jealous and feels a little weird, so... Do you mind if I just look at your phone or see the messages? And I think that's a better compromise than being included. Yeah, I don't like being, the included thing. Just feels that rubs me weird. That's what I'm saying. Like that's, that that then, feels uncomfortable. Then you're taking nothing and turning it into something. Yeah, I don't like that because that's- then the friend might feel awkward around Sydney and her husband, and then it's just like this. There's this tension in the air that. Just- but you would think that they would be like friends, though. All of them. Right. That's why they probably are. Maybe not like super close. Maybe they geographically they live in different areas. But Easton, what were you gonna say? What What, what about this though? Uh, what if like the the wife or S- Sydney starts the group text between the the three and says like, you know, so and so told me about your loss. I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, you know, we're here for you if you need anything. And like starts that message that way, not by like announcing like. By the way, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be. I like that monitoring. Yeah, because I was thinking like. My wife and I 
we have group texts with almost all of our friends just because so we're not doubling up on sending the same like dumb picture to you know to mm. every so we're the we're the same way yeah and and you know and it does it's not like neither of us have anything to hide or anything but it does make it just easy to see the information that's being exchanged uh and you know i'm not saying that like they need to be like the the three of them need to be the best of friends but i think that might open up that idea of having like access to everything without it being this big announcement like that there's trust being broken or something like that so i don't know that's i love an idea. i love that and it kind of makes her feel included in it yeah. too while also offering her condolences i'm sure and so yeah i love that so and if he's weird about that then i would be like Oop, red yeah. flag. so that's a great idea the only obstacle i foresee is okay that's great but then maybe the best friend just after this passes goes back to texting just him because they're the they're best friends. And so is it then, is it Sydney's husband's responsibility to be like, hey, text me in the chat? Because then you're dealt with the same yeah. obstacle. You know what I mean? So now if the if the best friend continues to text in the chain with, with Sydney and the husband, then then that's great. But there is that obstacle where if, if she doesn't. And I will say, if I was the best friend's husband, like if you if you were going to a male friend like you have more male friends than I have female friends like any of my female friends are your friends mm-hmm. so if you went to a male friend of yours and you were confiding in him about things that you haven't confided in me I'd be upset yeah you know and I would be too if you did the same right now it's it's if you're doing it also that's fine but if you're saying things that you haven't told me, then yeah. Tricky one. So hope hope that helps, Sydney. All right, well, that was an awesome show and great email to end it with. So uh, why don't you give someone a nice little love tap and a little note? That's our challenge for the week. Love tap somebody on the butt and leave them a note. <laughs> All right, see you next week. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 